Welcome to Growing Your Team, a podcast designed for small business owners seeking to grow their company with the help of employees and contractors. Your time is limited, which means growing and leveraging teams is essential for business success. The Growing Your Team podcast is the place to learn tips and techniques designed to help you know when it's the right time to hire, how to select perfect fit team members, and how to maximize productivity while creating a positive work environment. Drawing from her 10 plus years of leadership and hiring experience, here is your host, Jamie Van Kuyk. Hello, I am Jamie Van Kuyk and welcome back to the Growing Your Team podcast. Today, I am talking with Maureen Healy and we are talking about her business, Virtual Healing, which is a telemedicine business. One of the reasons we are talking about this is as small business owners, when we start thinking about benefits, especially health insurance, the first thing we start to think about is the cost. Health insurance is costly. There's no doubt about it. Benefits are costly. But as business owners, we need to be able to do something for our employees. And that is what Maureen is bringing us with virtual healing. Virtual healing and other telemedicine options are a way for small business owners to give their employees a benefit that focuses on their mental and physical well-being without having to have the significant cost of paying for your employees' health care. But before we jump into the episode, let me tell you a little bit about Marine. Marie Healy is a nurse practitioner and the founder of Virtual Healing Inc., which is a telehealth company providing mental health coaching, COVID screening and prevention, treatment for minor illnesses and injuries, and help to control chronic conditions, nursing for over 30 years, empowering patients and their families to take an active role in their health care is her area of expertise. Marine also recently published the book, your guide to a safe and swift hospital stay. This book is for anyone who is planning on going into the hospital for surgery or a lengthy stay, or the family members of people going into the hospital. And the book offers tips on how to prevent medical and nursing errors from the patient side while promoting a rapid recovery. And make sure you listen to the entire episode to hear how you can get a copy of this book for free. So let's now jump into the conversation with Maureen. Hi, Maureen. Thank you so much for joining me on the Growing Your Team podcast. Can you kick us off with introducing yourself to us? Thank you, Jamie, for having me here. Yes, my name is Maureen and I'm a nurse practitioner. I actually started out in nursing. Well, nursing is nurse practitioner, but so I, I became a registered nurse for in my early 20s. So I, I worked in the hospitals, mostly the emergency rooms and intensive care units for a solid 25 years and then went back and got my master's in nursing and became a licensed nurse practitioner in 2014. And what are you doing now? Because not only are you, do you have that job, you're starting your own business. Tell us about that. Yes, ma'am. I started Virtual Healing. It's a telehealth company that helps people with their healthcare needs. I actually started it last year when only 2% of the healthcare systems use telemedicine. 
and now it's 95%. We can thank COVID for that. Right. Uh, so, uh, so, but I'm in because now I am com- competing with the big organizations, the, all the hospitals have their own telemedicine. I have to, I am narrowing down to a, a specific area of, of being able to help a group of people, a certain audience. And that's my small businesses, the, the people, the companies that have, are fewer, have fewer than 50 or less employees. Right. Yeah. And before we get into too much about how you help small businesses with the telehealth, yeah, I just want to say how fantastic having telehealth options really are, you know, as, you know, as a, as a mom who has two little kids, like we've always had through our health insurance an option to call and speak to someone, whether it's a doctor or a nurse practitioner or someone before having to go and take our child to like urgent care or ER after, after hours where you're just like, you're that you're worried and you're like, okay, am I just being an overworried parent? Or is there something actually going on that my child needs to be seen now? Because you don't want to wait if something needs to be seen and you need to go to the ER, but you don't want to then um, rush if you don't need to be there. So it's always great to have an option where you can speak to a professional that knows these knows things and knows what to do and can give you the best advice and not have to rely on Google because you can find a million answers. Oh. You can start worrying about everything. So to have an option about that is fantastic. And then even with COVID, because you brought that up, my father recently fell and ended up breaking his leg. But when it happened and he was trying to figure out what's going on, like because it wasn't severely broken, it was just a, a minor fraction, but fracture, but he was, he was in pain and being able to call up a doctor and have with them a virtual uh, meeting where the doctor could look at it, see it with him, not having to go to the ER in the middle of COVID was amazing. Yes, it is amazing. It's, it's in a time saver too, plus the financial benefits, but yes, you can see everything with the, with the virtual platforms and, and, and it's a, easy to diagnose that using this technology. Right. So tell us a little bit more about how you're helping small businesses and why you are now targeting small businesses with your virtual health. The reason I'm targeting the small businesses because they, I know that the laws say they don't, they don't have to provide health insurance to their employees if they have fewer than 50. Right. So I can get in there and, and provide, or if, if they come on board and use virtual healing, then we can provide the telehealth services that their employees can call us as often as they want during regular, during the business hours that we're available and, and be able to address any of the issues and, and most the most common issue right now for the majority of the people worldwide actually is mental health and that's right. really anxiety mostly anxiety and fear because of covid and it has just sparked a that's just it's incredible how many people are scared and to help these people it's it's not medication it's it's really just bringing them back to the, the here and now and getting them to if you focus on this moment, then you, you try, so you don't worry about tomorrow or, or next week or this afternoon. You just focus on, again, the here and now. So you, so you don't let your mind go, go wondering and 
and running wild like like our minds can easily do. And that's right. one way that I like helping people with that. It's a it's it's pretty nice to when I when to to watch them resolve their anxieties and then they can they live a healthier life. Right. And know it. Yeah. yeah, and just having sometimes those conversations and someone else to walk through everything you're thinking and everything that's going on to take you back to I don't really want to say reality because it's all reality for that person, everything they're stressing about. But like you said, the here and now, what they can focus on, what they can do now makes a difference. Right. And it's so many, it's so much our lifestyle, Jamie. I actually worked with someone last week and she, after listening to what she's doing, she gets home at six and list, watches the news while she's cooking dinner during dinner, after dinner, and then turns it over to the radio while she goes to sleep. That, that is just a, a too much negative energy. And it was showing up in her life everywhere. Right. And that's, and that's what, once I brought that to her attention and she really wasn't even aware of it and, and, or, or the consequences that it was, how it was affecting her life until she presented that day. And, and so just, that's a yeah it's our, our our choices that we're making and that news just adds to it yeah especially because sometimes it changes daily and you don't really know how to sort through everything and you just yeah sometimes need you need the person who's not in your day-to-day -day life to tell you okay here's how we're going to separate from it here's what to do or point out those right. things because too right. often we can't see ourselves what is actually impacting us Understood. Absolutely. You are right. And I focus on prevention and wellness. So I consider the entire, the holistic view, what we're eating. And I, and I go through that. That's another way of how I help. It's I, I inquire about their, their choices, their dietary choices, and then their, their physical activity. Are they, what are they doing? And if anything, and then address those issues. And then also, of course, the, the way you're looking at it. And are you having fun? There's so much stress right now. Everybody seems to be under stress. And COVID just simply added to it. But because we're, we're all so busy and we and with families and work and, and just taking care of our day-to-day -day life. And, and uh, if you don't take care of yourself and you don't and you forget to have fun, then this, the body produces the stress hormones, which really, which add, which increases your numbers, your blood pressure, your sugars will go up. Everything can go up your heart rate. And, and then it just, it becomes a cycle, a vicious cycle. And so it's just coming in and, and I address all those and also address the, the spiritual side, whatever belief system people have, I suggest tap into it because it's, right. if, if you, if you, if you believe it, then you, then, then I encourage them to, to support, I support that, whatever they, they believe, because it helps. Right. No, it definitely does. And from a business perspective, offering services like this to your team members provides a lot of value because as I'm sure you would agree, the, your, and excuse me, your team members mindset, what's stressing them out, where they are, are they present at work when they're at work impacts the quality of work that they produce. And, and going to work, if they're calling out versus going to work. And then when, if they, when they do go to work, they're, they're affecting all of their coworkers that, mm -hmm. from that negative energy. Right. And, yeah. and, then, so, and then, then the opposite is true. When you go to work positive, then people feel that too. Yeah. I remember back when I was in corporate, there was 
a set of team members that were very negative with about everything coming in very negative about is mostly about the job life might've been impacting it as well. But just, I remember having a conversation when one of them turned in their notice and the manager was like, I wonder if there's anything we can do to get this person to stay. And I just have had to remind that manager. I was like, one negative person impacts the rest of the team. So as much as it's going to take work and effort to find someone to fill that position, train them to where they need to be for the overall health of the company and the team, it might be best to let that person go and be happier somewhere else. So it's just kind of remembering that one bad apple can spoil the bunch. So what can you do to turn that bad apple into a good apple to help them? And if it's something that you can help with, by providing them services, that's something you should do. And I feel like I I am helping them. And it's not through medication. A lot of people want to resort to medication, but that's not the answer. I mean, that might be the answer for more of a behavior health issue. So behavior health and mental health is, or they're actually separate. Mental health is more of the anxiety and the mental games that our minds are playing on us. And so that that's not, drugs are not the answer for that. Right. <laughs> Antidepressants, it, it can lead to depression, but it's a matter of still bringing it to people's, bringing it to your attention and then targeting that. But the people have to want it. They have to want to make the changes because you, you do. And if you, and again, it goes back to what you're eating. Cause if you're eating, there's a lot of foods out there that cause their, their it's chronic inflammation or the chronic inflammatory foods. And so the, when we eat that, which is all the, you know, the, the junk food and the pizzas and all that. And it's, it's, but if, when we eat it every single day, it's, it's raising, it's just a lot of sodium and, and, and it, it raises, uh, uh, it puts our body on this heightened um, anti and, and chronically inflamed state. And right. could, you can imagine your, your system being inflamed, like scared, right? Inflammation. And so that, that affects you. And so that makes you feel crummy and you go to work crum- feeling crummy. And, and so again, there's that cycle. So what you're saying is if we want good team members, we should not reward them with pizza Fridays. <laughs> That's correct. Or, or the, the muffins or the, right. the other, fr- you bring fruits and veggies. Yeah. And that's really the answer. I'm not saying don't eat meat, but I, I do because fruit that's, that's water-based, those foods are water-based and pretty much all of us can use additional, can, hydration is a good thing. And, right. and, then, and then the extra vitamin C and nutrients that we get from the, the fruits and veggies. It gets rid of the, the inflammation, that chronic right. inflammation. It really does help. And then you got to get out there and do some kind of exercise, something, something you like. Right. Yeah. And I think that kind of connects with as business owners, especially if you have on-site team members, which I know a lot of people right now are still trying to work remote if they possibly can, but more and more people are coming back to the office or maybe you run a business where people could never work remotely. So now you always have people there. You have to think about overall what you're doing. Sometimes the benefits we want to offer people kind of maybe fall more into those like vanity benefits, like you know, bringing in pizza every Friday, having a kitchen full of unhealthy snacks. You think you're doing something great for your team, but what is the impact of those items on your team? So could you have fresh fruit, bananas, apples, oranges in your kitchen instead of having bags of chips? You're still providing snacks and everything to your team, 
but you're providing ones that are going to have a positive impact rather than making them sluggish at their desk and at their work. Exactly. Exactly. So I want to go back for a second. And I know we talked, you briefly mentioned small businesses, you know, they're too small for the mandate for health insurance. So this is another alternative for them. So let's talk a little bit more about that. Cause I know that's one of the things when I work with a lot of small businesses and we're going through, especially their first time hiring a full-time employee and we're like, okay, well, what do your benefits look like? And we talk about vacation and all this. And the first thing I always hear is I can't offer benefits because I can't afford it yet. And they're like, and luckily I don't need to offer health insurance or anything like that yet because it is it is expensive to offer your team members health insurance, especially if you have just one employee and that cost is all falling on one employee versus being able to spread it out. And if you're hiring your first employee, typically it's a lower level employee, which means their overall yearly pay is fairly low. So what it can cost you for health insurance is pretty significant versus what you're paying them on a yearly basis. So health insurance is expensive. So we're talking about how this is a good alternative for you to, for businesses to offer because it's more cost effective, right? Yes. And we have it on a a sliding scale, so to speak, for the number of employees they have. So the, the, so the price comes down with the more, with the, as the number of employees goes, goes up. Yeah. So um, again, it's, it's unlimited, excuse me. It's unlimited phone calls. There's no, there's, there's no, you know, you only get two phone calls or it's anybody can call as often as they want during the visit business hours. Right. And, but if you think about it, if a team member is going to go to the doctors and physically see someone face to face, typically those appointments are during a set during business hours, they're during set times. So even if this is limited time, it's not that abnormal for it to be limited time. You're just not physically driving to a doctor's office. You're doing it when it's best for you, which also means as a business, if you have a private place for your team member to go and take that call and they're not doing it because they think they have the flu, but they're doing it maybe because they need that conversation, that mental health conversation, they can go and take a short break from work instead of having to commute somewhere to go see somebody. Exactly. Exactly. Absolutely. And then also when you go to the doctor's office, you're only going to get 15 minutes and, and they're, they're counseling, you know, they're not, they're not really interested unless you go to a counselor, they're not, they're not, that's not their specialty area. I mean, they're right. listening, but I, I really, I take pride in looking at the holistic, the whole picture, the whole person and, and, because it's not just one angle. It's not just COVID. It's, it's everything. And, and that's the way you make healthy changes. And I also do other things. I mean, I can still treat illness, minor illnesses and injuries like that leg. I could, you're with your father. You, you, if I see that they need, they need a, a different direction, I need to re, re, I refer them out to where they need to go. If you need an x-ray and, and go in that direction, whatever referral base and, and if the if if medications, I can I can start an- antibiotics and prescribe antibiotics, but I certainly wouldn't start somebody on an antidepressant. I would they would need to go. I would refer them to where they need to go to get the adequate uh, monitoring for that. Which makes complete sense because if you go to your doctor, there's only so much that specific doctor can do, and then they refer you out to specialists when. Right. 
something is out of their area of expertise. You know, right. so, you know, you, that makes perfect sense to go and ref, you could refer people elsewhere to get everything that they need. So this is kind of like seeing that, I would say that general, that general doctor who's going to listen, you know, evaluate, diagnose what they can. And when things are bigger, they either need to have that specialist evaluate and treat, or you need someone else to diagnose, they go elsewhere and you refer them and you tell them exactly where to go versus them sitting there and having these health issues, whether it's mental health or physical health or body health that are weighing them down and taking their toll. And you know, going back to the benefits that you can offer, there's so many people nowadays that even if you can't offer health insurance, they have health insurance, maybe it's through a spouse's work or because they went and got health insurance on the marketplace because they know they need it for emergencies. But going to see that doctor is so expensive, you know, because you probably have a high deductible plan. So it's expensive for your employees to go see a doctor. So to be able to provide them something where it's, I'm covering this cost where you have unlimited virtual meetings a month for you to go in and figure out what's going on. So when you go to see a specialist, you know your money is being well spent because it's a specialist that you should be seeing versus putting off going to the general doctor to help to see if there's something wrong to then see if you can go to this, you should go to the specialist just because you're worried about the financial cost of it as an individual. Right. And I also follow up if they want me to, I can follow up. And, and I like that when, to make sure everything gets, gets that they've been treated to the best of their, that they need it comprehensively. So one of the things that I know you have is you have a book about shortening hospital stays and dealing with recovery and everything after it. So I, and that's one of the first things you were working on when we met last year, I believe it was. And one of the things I like about that and then tying it to the virtual health and healing and everything that you do is your goal is to get people treated and out of the system where it seems like sometimes there's other people and other health professionals that it's like, well, we make our money off of you being in the system. So how do we keep you in the system? <laughs> Pretty ironic, isn't it? Sad. <laughs> yes, my book, I just published it in, in March. It's called yeah. Your Guide to a Safe and Swift Hospital Stay. And it, it, I use an acronym, pain-free, to help the, the families the, of, the, of the patient to help support their loved one through the hospital stay. And it's just keeping, becoming more aware of what's going on and, and being cognizant of everything and following up with, with the different tests. And, and you deter the, the, the infections and, and mistakes and errors that, that happen often unfortunately during the hospital and there it's really human it's there's simple usually simple errors like i as a because i was an rn for all those years you can go out, you can grab the right chart and walk into the wrong room you can right. it's just something so simple and and when we follow the protocol to confirm the right patient and the, the date of birth and allergies when the family's there and they hear me say as the rn say the wrong name they can stop that and they just saved me. I mean, it's, it's like, I'm, I'm grateful that, you know, cause I don't want to give the wrong, the person the wrong stuff. And, and, and it's, and so many of those issues are, they're very, just being aware of just listening to what's going on with your loved one, with the patient. Right. And, and it probably also helps people be 
advocates for their own health. Absolutely. And so you know what to look for, what to watch out for, you know, when you need to raise the flag versus waiting for someone else to do it for you. Right. And at, yes, ask those questions. And, it, and it's funny, I address nutrition, I address getting an ambulate, getting up and walking, because it, again, it helps you get better quicker. Right. <laughs> And, and, and prevent getting pneumonia and blood clots. Right. So. Yeah. Now you said something there that made me want to ask another question about your, your virtual health offerings. Cause you said, you said families, of course, families helping their, their loved ones after their hospital stays. But when it comes to the packages that you offer for small businesses, are they typically just for the employee or are there packages that include their, the ability for them to have their families on these plans as well. So if I was the employee and my child's sick, that we can call up on behalf of the child or on behalf, my husband can use the services, or is it just the employee in these packages? That's a great question, Jamie. At, at this time, it's just the employee, but it would be, I'm certainly open to expanding and it would be a, a matter of what the employer wants to do. And, and if we can offer, if the employee wants to add their family, then I'm, I don't see why we couldn't do that at, you know, that at a good price. Absolutely. Right. Okay. And also when you were talking about, once again, the, the hospital stays and family, it brought up another really good thing about the, the being able to offer virtual health is sometimes you want someone else to be there in that appointment with you, but especially now due to COVID, there's so many places to say, nope, the patient only. And like, uh, with my, with my dad going through his appointments and his recovery, my mom's like telling him, cause she can't go in. She goes, well, don't forget to tell the doctor this. Don't forget to tell the doctor that. And then came coming out and being like, well, did you talk about this? Did you talk about that? And we're normally, if he's going in for that, she's, she would go in with him because she's a nurse. She has a nurse background. She knows some of the things to ask, some of the things to listen for, or when it comes to what he should be doing after the fact, what should he be resting? Should he be doing this and that? He might not necessarily remember, but she's going to she's gonna be the one to remember and remind him of everything. So being able to have these virtual appointments, to have that second set of ears that can listen to what you're saying, but also have that, that other voice that's there to offer information that maybe the patient is forgetting to tell you. Right. And so. it's easy for the patient to forget. I, I tell people all the time, bring, make a list. You, mm -hmm. One of the advantages with the telehealth is you could, you can, if you forgot something, just send me an email, just write right. it up, let me know. And, and I will answer that question. Yeah. Absolutely. Cause it's easy. We forget. I forget. I mean, you, you, you know what you want to say and then, and then you, your mind just completely goes in a different direction when it's your own health. And, and if you, especially if you don't feel well, you're not getting everything that they, that they are saying to you and, and so right. is, is, is necessary. It's helpful. <laughs> right. Yes. Now, thank you so much for offering this alternative benefit. So for small businesses that are trying to figure out how do I provide some sort of health care to my employees, or especially now, I recently had someone ask me about how do I offer some sort of mental health benefit to my employees as a small business business that there's this option that 
you don't have to go look at the big health insurance plans if you're not there yet. There's other ways that you can provide benefits and perks to your team members that fit your needs and fit your budget as a small business. Yes, absolutely. And, <laughs> and I'm open and ready, ready to help. All right. Well, speaking of, how do businesses get in touch with you if they would like to learn more about your services? Virtualhealing.com. That's my website, virtualhealing.com. And then, and also I'm offering a special too. It's, uh, I'll give away the book if, if you're any, if your listeners uh, want, want a copy, all they have to do is email me. So Maureen at virtualhealing.com and send me, and just send me an email and, and the address you want me to mail the book to, and I will mail you a copy of the book. Perfect. So yeah, I just received my copy of the book this week. I haven't had the opportunity to look through it, but I know it's going to be great information. Fortunately, I don't have anybody that's going into the hospital for any procedures, no procedures right now, but I am just so glad I have it on hand. So if um, one of my family members does have to go get, go into the hospital or even my, myself, myself, something happens, we are prepared. We know what questions to ask, what to look out for so we can have a swift hospital stay and a quick recovery. So thank you for my copy and I'll be sure to include in the show notes your email address and everything. So if people want to go get their copy, they can. Yes. So to wrap up today, I have the one question that I like to ask everybody. So we all have had leaders or managers that stood out to us. Think of the most impactful leader or manager you have had. And can you share with us what made them stand out as such a great leader to you? Uh, yes, I had, uh, his name was, can I say his name? Yeah. Randy, Randy Spivey. He was the emergency room manager where I worked and he was probably my boss. I'm not sure, five years, seven years, somewhere around there. And he, he was really good. I, I liked him because he, he listened. You could go into his office. He would stop what he was doing and give you his full attention and then, or, the, or when you're out and about and during the, in the emergency room, when chaos is, is happening everywhere, and he would come up and, and just, again, focus and listen to what's going on and, 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 and move forward with whatever decisions he had to make. And it was, it was I, I, I liked it. I liked him. I, he, he was very good. I'm also reading a book by Brene Brown. It's called Dare to Lead. And yes, she's, I have that book. All right. And so I, I, she lists some, several characteristics, but the, some that are sticking out for me right now are just that the, that the leaders of the organization, she suggest, or the good ones show that they, they bring up their team. They support the team members to speak their mind and consider other directions and, and, and encourage thinking outside the box. And I I, I like that trait. I, I just yes. think it's a, it's a, it's a great growth and non-judgmental and open and again, good, uh, excellent listening skills and supportive. Yes. Yep. I, I love all that. I, yeah, I have dared to lead. I have only read a little bit of it because to me, it is such a great book. She has so many great points that I'll read like a chapter or a few paragraphs. And then I'm just like, I catch myself just, 
going off and like thinking about it and how to implement it or examples in my own life. So it's a book I have to read in like little, little chunks at a time so I can get the most out of it. But I do, I love it. She's, she has a lot of great insight. And one of the things I love about her is she spent years researching leadership Yes, and, and doing it all from an educational perspective. And then she actually went and led, was leading her first team and realized that, okay, learning about leadership is completely different than actually leading a team. What you read in a book, it's, it takes more challenges and more effort to implement it. So, you know, she then learned, had to relearn everything that she'd been teaching for years because now it was practical knowledge to her and her just sharing her experiences about that made it, made it so, so her so powerful to me because she admitted that you can't, it's the concepts of leadership. You can't just read them and know them. You need to implement them and practice them and make mistakes and improve from your mistakes and be open to listening to others and realizing your shortfalls. So as a group, you can continue to grow and get better. Absolutely. And I agree. Very well put. All right. Well, thank you, Maureen, so much for your time and coming on the Growing Your Team podcast. Thank you for having me, Jamie. You have a great day and stay safe. Thank you. Are you ready to build the team you need to grow your business and want to do it without it requiring all your time? Then I invite you to join the Growing Your Team membership. Let's face it. As a small business owner, you're running a million miles an hour in your business, doing all the tasks and most likely overwhelmed by all the work. You need help, but you're not quite sure where to even start. You know you need to hire support or even a whole team if you want to keep growing your business, but relying on Google for info on how to write job descriptions, find qualified candidates, delegate with ease, or manage your team successfully just isn't cutting it. Why can't you just figure this out on your own? Because hiring and managing a team is hard. They are big projects, big activities that require plans and accountability to happen well. However, imagine what goals you could achieve, clients and customers you could serve, and the revenue growth that could happen with the right people surrounding you in your business. That is exactly why I created the Growing Your Team membership. It's an on-demand training membership and community designed to give you the knowledge and support to hire and manage your team successfully without doing it alone or having to hire an entire agency or recruiting team to do the work for you. If you are ready to build the best team ever in order to grow your business to even greater success, if you're ready to do this alongside other inspiring and motivated entrepreneurs, if you're ready to dig in and be supported every step of the way, then we're looking forward to seeing you inside. Head on over to growingyourteam.com slash membership to learn more. Come join us in the Growing Your Team membership. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Growing Your Team with your host, Jamie Van Kite. Be sure to subscribe and head on over to growingyourteam.com to connect, access the show notes, and discover more ways to hire and leverage your perfect fit team.